0: This one, you actually have your Spartan soldiers still. They're not just the one Master Sergeant anymore.
1: It's part of the Noble Six.
0: Yes, part of the Noble Six. Is that a, that,
2: that's a military unit, like a, a battalion, a brigade? It's like an uh, elite super soldier squad. And there are only a few of them? Correct, there are... Yes, that would be the elite part. <laughs> All right, Mr. Smarty Pants, well, how many of them are there?
0: Oh, well, <laughs> <laughs> And those who don't understand noir is black.
2: Yes, that's that's a f- that's foreign for black. Everybody's talking like this, see? Like you, you came and you stole my piece of the tablet, so now I'm going to rub you out, see? Because you don't you don't have a get, Spider Man, and I do. I've got two of them, and I'm I'm Hammerhead, and I'm gonna I'm gonna fill you full of lead. Everybody's still bored with WoW. Let's go home. Welcome to the H Two MMO podcast video game reviews, and more for the discerning video gamer. Hey everybody, and welcome back to the H2MMO Podcast. I am your host, Mike B. Uh, Of course, H2MMO.com is where we have video game reviews, MMO news, and more. Today is October 4th, and we haven't had a podcast We haven't done one since uh, StarCraft Palooza on August, what was that, 15th?
0: Yeah, I believe it was.
2: It was a while. August 15th. It was a while back. Um, And, well, of course, joining us is our co-host, Brandon. Hello, everyone. And again, we have uh, my brother, Matt, on. Uh, What have you guys been up to lately in the world of video gamery? Mm, Halo. Of course, Halo. Well, in August, well, I had some computer problems. I had my motherboard failed on me, on my Dell that I like so much. So we had just done StarCraft Palooza, and everybody was playing that. And that was the big 800-pound gorilla in the room. And then the next, very next month, Halo Reach comes out. No, it's the 900-pound gorilla in the room. It, Yeah, it is absolutely sick in terms of sales and popularity. Um, and Brandon, you, you sound a little sick there, buddy.
0: I did, I'm trying to keep it quiet. I apologize, everyone.
2: Oh, well, that's okay, it's not the first podcast we've done with Sniffles. So, <laughs> Alright, well then, um, so, you guys are going to talk about Halo Reach, right? Oh yeah. Um, that is true. Okay, and then, um, let's see here, uh, Brandon, I see you, you wanted to talk about uh, Fable 3 and, and upcoming releases? That is true. You're having a little problem with that mute button, aren't you, man?
0: Uh, stupid gags. I'm gagging, I'm trying to talk to you and I can't. Okay, well, uh, I'm going to talk about
2: Spider-Man Shattered Dimensions, and of course I've been drooling since it came out on September 21st, Civilization v. Um and then there's a new one that we are going to talk about a little bit later on, we're going to save that for later, it's a little bit of a surprise, and then um, for MMO news, we're going to move right into um, Elatro, which went uh, free to play on the 10th of September, um, and we've all been playing a little bit of that. So... Um, well well let's get right in it. Uh do you guys want to go first? Do you want to do you want to talk to us about Halo Reach or do you want me to talk about Spider-Man? Let's talk about Halo. Okay, well um I don't have an Xbox. Everybody knows I'm the I'm the PlayStation fanboy. So tell us I don't I haven't played Halo in a dog's age. So tell us what's going on.
0: All right. For those of you who don't know don't know. Halo, first-person shooter. Straight up, that's how it is. Think about this though. It's Always had a decent storyline to follow with it. Unlike that red something dead dog that got shot in the head. It was put down hard. Red
2: Dead Redemption.
0: (laughs) Sure, I think that's what it's called. Red Dog something. Okay. So this is a true first person shooter. It keeps you entertained. Even the online multiplayer keeps you entertained. So Matt and I have played. We are playing the campaign multiplayer. Which is up to four people at a time can play. Now, is that, is that... Do they bring in the couch co-op? They do bring in
2: couch co-op. So, can you can you play... So, I'm assuming you guys were playing two-player couch co-op. It is two-player couch co-op. It's, okay, is it four-player couch co-op? It is not. Oh, man. Nobody ever does that anymore.
0: Oh, the To play four-player, play, you can, no you know, two people here and two people in another house or four people in independently or any mix in between. Okay. So, what's the...
2: The story now from Halo it was um, it, it's about Master Chief. He's like a super soldier or something. So this is pre this is pre Halo,
0: right? This, this tells is how it, before Master Chief. Right, this tells how it all got started, right? No, it's it's kind of like a side story. Yes, it leads into how it got started. Okay, but it, it's a second story about the planet Reach. You have. This one, you actually have your Spartan soldiers still. They're not just the one Master Sergeant anymore.
2: It's part of the Noble Six.
0: Yes, part of the Noble Six.
2: Is that a that's a military unit, like a a battalion, a brigade? It's like
1: an uh, elite super soldier squad. And there are only a few of them?
2: Correct, there are...
1: Yes, that would be the elite part.
2: <laughs> All right, Mr. Smarty Pants, well, how many of them are there? Oh, well, <laughs> <laughs> But, um, okay, so, um, and what's the, what happens on Reach? What's, what's the, okay, whatever, you've got six super soldiers, they're hanging out on the planet, drinking their tang, their space beverage, and what yeah, happens? So,
0: it's a, normally they're fighting, you know, it's interplanetary, human versus human conflicts, they go in to suppress the conflict down, normally. Okay. In this case, it starts out, the story starts out, they're actually going to, and they think it's to suppress a um, local rebellion up, uh, uprising. Right. And regain control of this communication tower that w- suddenly went offline. Well, they get there, and they find all this carnage. And are like, hmm, this doesn't look like it's normal um, human methods of damaging stuff. There's no explosive residue, nothing like that. So they go around, they start exploring the, the surrounding area and trying to find what's going on. And lo and behold, its covenant has invaded.
2: Now, the covenant are the aliens.
0: So, those of you who have played Halo, there were two race- two alien races before. There were the Covenant, and then there were the Flood. The Flood were the devour all, kill all. Mm, you look tasty, guys. Well, the Covenant is the other race that just wants to dominate the humans. Okay. They find them, you know, then they start attacking. They fight to take back the area, and you get involved. In, so begins the foray of fun deaths and watching little guys explode everywhere.
1: Yeah, so. you, you get all kinds of missions in there, um, the, as from you know, to blow up defensive ground base held by the Covenant and as to, you know, removing the fortified Covenant defenses. And it's just is crazy. There's like this massive super carrier in there. It's just humongous.
0: <laughs> so, as Matt was saying, yeah, there, there's a lot of different things you can do. Um, before we get to that, though, there are four difficulties in this game. There's easy, normal, hard, and legendary. Easy is, as you would figure, it's pretty easy. Normal is, okay, you're going to get a little challenge from the AI. Hard, you're really going to get some challenge from the AI, but they'll mess up. Legendary, the AI is kicking. And they're so bad that if you leave a vehicle, even your vehicle, unattended, they'll come up behind you, grab it, get the mounted weapon on it, and start shooting you with it. Oh, nice. (laughs) I mean, this is just regular Legendary. You can actually turn on other things to make it even harder. Yeah, so you have... An advanced AI that's really smart and will come after you. You make a slight mistake, they're going to pull you. All right. Well, th- that
2: sounds good. Co- can you, is it, does it have any RPG elements to it at all? I mean, is there any, um, can you play uh, different types of characters or can, is there any like a leveling up of skills or anything like that? Or is it, is it just you, you're static, you're one guy and it's all Twitch?
0: In the campaign mode, it's static one guy. You're always Noble Six. Okay. That is actually your call sign, is Noble Six, out of the Noble Six squad team. Okay. Okay. And as Matt was saying, we made it together, we played about halfway through the game.
2: Okay. Well, how long did that take, do you know?
0: I don't know, Matt. It took us, what, three hours? On normal? Yeah,
2: a couple couple hours.
0: Oh, really? So it's short. On normal. On Legendary, it's taken me about seven hours to get to the same point. Oh, wow, okay. But that's not... I turned. I tweaked a little bit later on to make it even harder.
2: Oh, nice! it's, man, but, that's, it's not enough. You have the space aliens shooting at you. You want them to actually aim. Oh yeah. It's it, a- anyway. some,
1: uh some some uh, really really nice uh, tweaks from the first Halo in uh, Halo Reach. Um, as for example, in the first Halo, you would have uh, one-use equipment power-ups that would give you like temporary offensive or defensive advantages, as opposed to this one in Halo Reach. They have uh, single-use equipment instead of single-use equipment. There's uh, persistent armor abilities which you can have until uh, you replace them, such as like holograms or jetpacks, active camo, sprint, all kinds of different um, things. Shield
0: bubbles, they, personal yeah. shields, yeah, all oh, kinds nice.
1: of neat stuff that they introduced in the uh, Halo Reach.
0: So, since we're talking about that, let's also go into about the new weapons.
2: Okay, yeah, because, I mean, you know, shooters
0: are, it's, it's all about the bang-bang, right? Correct. So in the last three, it's always been the same, here's your weapon class. I mean, there's been a few tweaks when they added a new race in, like, some of the um, more elite of the Covenants. Mm-hmm. Like the Brutes. But beyond that, in this one, they've actually added in a couple new sniper rifles, new lasers, new vehicles.
2: We, we refer to those as Snapple rifles.
0: Snapple wiffles?
2: Sna- Snapple. Snapple rifles.
0: So they've, they've added in a few new ones for us to play with, as well as they've made some nice modifications to your basic weapons, your battle rifles, your forty-five. They finally fixed the night vision so it actually looks right and works right. Oh, that's nice. But I think one of the best things they've done is you get more use of vehicles, including the air vehicles.
2: Oh, okay, because I, I know in the first one they had um, some little kind of little ground car that you could run around in.
0: Correct, there's the Warthog.
2: Yeah, the Warthog.
0: In this one you have you can ride a four wheeler, an unarmed warthog, then you have three different versions of the Warthog, one with the chain gun, rocket launcher, and laser gun.
2: And his kids just walked into the room and he hit the mute button.
0: Yes I did. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
2: That's alright, I'm sure that there are other people out there that have children too. They're unpredictable. Yep.
0: But I mean, it's fun. Things like that they've added in. But they've also added in, now you can actually fly the air vehicles, like the Pelican. Is which this is, the, yours. is this the first time
2: they've put the air vehicles, uh, made them available for
0: play? Yes. Uh, and how is it? Like, is it? Is it fun? Is it a pain in the ass? No, it's actually pretty fun. Which, especially once you start to, you get to where you can fly them. Mhm. You actually can take over the pilot and you can fly them. You can have the guys jump in and mount and, man, the cannons on the side. I mean, beyond that, you also have space flight vehicles that you get. Oh, really? Yeah, so they actually brought in an element of space battle for you this time. Which, it's really nice. The move, uh, maneuverability is actually really well. and They built the uh, control mechanisms really well for this game, for a flight game, for a first-person shooter. Oh, well, that's good. That's
2: it's 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 always a pain in the butt when you're playing like a, a a first person shooter or whatnot and then you get into a vehicle and the vehicle's just like clunky and it's you know not well designed they didn't put enough time into it and it just it it you're having fun but then you, you jump into your vehicle or, or you know in red dead redemption you get onto your horse or whatever and it, it's it it's not the same it doesn't feel the same it doesn't have that the same fluidity to it that you would expect uh when you're not in it, then you're in your first-person shooter. Correct. Another new thing that they had uh,
1: with Reach that they updated from the previous one was their uh, level editor, which uh, which you could use to make uh, player maps.
0: Oh, nice. Player maps, yeah, you can go in. It's called the Forge. You can actually go and you can customize the stages that exist today. Mm-hmm. So you can, you know, you can add vehicles. You can take stuff out of the areas. You just really tweak up the entire thing, make it harder, make it easier, whatever you want to do.
2: So Microsoft is or Bungie or who's who's who did Halo Reach? Is that Bungie? Bungie, yeah, it was Bungie. So and yeah, then they work for Microsoft, right? Well, correct. Of course. Well,
0: so, they separated after Halo Three, but they came back for the publishing through Microsoft.
2: Okay, and so this, is this the first time that they've they've really opened Halo up for modding? Because lots of other games allow mod. Well, Starcraft too. Um, it, it came, you know, out of the box with the editors, and people started modding it immediately. Now, Halo Three, you're
0: able to use a something similar to a Forge. Right. It was. I wasn't too impressed with that one, but this one I'm actually more impressed with. They, they've really upgraded it and made it more fluid, and really gave you more control over the stage design and things like that.
2: All right. Well, that's cool. Right. That's
1: well. Among one of the one of the new things I didn't like, though is um when you're running a mission and if if you die you don't start off with the the weapon that you started with for that mission like when me and Brandon were doing a, a sniper level right we both had sniper li- uh snapple rifles
2: okay and uh
1: <laughs> and i died and i just started off with a regular gun i didn't have my sniper rifle anymore and i couldn't find it for the life of me uh, so i was running around trying to to shoot stuff with my regular gun instead of the sniper rifle that you're supposed to be using for this
0: level. And boy, he was waking everything up and making it come after us.
2: Well, h- how do you go? How do you get your weapon back then?
0: In this case, it was gone.
2: Yeah. Oh, mercy.
0: Don't know where he died. He might have fallen off a cliff or something, but it was gone.
2: So you'd have to start the level over again to get the weapon? Correct. Yeah. Or brute force it. Correct. Nice. <laughs> So, don't be falling off no cliffs.
1: Now, I didn't even fall off a cliff, though. I, I died on the ground next to a building. and I went back and looked for my gun, and it wasn't there. Oh, wow. Well. Maybe when
0: the don't aliens die.
2: picked it up. Yeah, picked it up and ran off I was of about to
0: say that. Check this they, they out. i to do that. On, oh, uh, if only
2: I had thumbs, I could use this. On
0: Legendary, they, they're prone to pick up your weapons.
2: That's, that's but, hateful.
0: Yeah. Well, we talked about the campaign. Now, one of the things that they've done, this is the first Xbox game to do it, is that through other games, you actually, by doing achievements, you gained what's, we just call it gold. I mean, it's just a point score that just accumulates to your uh, actual Xbox Live character. Okay. This is the first game that actually lets you spend money. Spend that money to buy stuff in-game. So, to spend your points. Correct. I mean, it's nothing real big and fancy you can buy, but it's things like... Different armor, uh, different armor look and feel, um, voice mods, um, special effect mods, things like that. Okay. So it's nothing really enhances you. It just visually, ooh, pretty. Uh, well, wh- uh, what else about the multiplayer? Now I'm assuming
2: that the multiplayer is a big component of this.
0: Yes. So this is something I played a little bit so far. I'm just now starting to get into it. It's got quite a few different options now that you can actually play, like capture the flag. Defender, um, sabotage, things like that. Some of the good games, King of the Hill. Yeah, King of the Hill. Survive the survive the um the onslaught mm-hmm. of relentless the litmus- them just coming at you. Mm-hmm. So they gave you a whole bunch of different designs or different game designs that you can play. And you can pick your team, you can be red team, blue team, human covenant, whatever you want to be. Oh, so they let you play the bad guys? They're not bad. They're just
2: misunderstood. They're, oh, good, from okay. their, they're good
0: from their <laughs> point of view. Just misunderstood. Yeah, they're good from their point of view, just not yours.
2: That's what I tell people all the time. They just don't they don't believe me. <laughs>
0: Alright, well is is well so
2: so what's the final word on, on Halo Reach? Is it is it worth the hype? I mean, I know this game sold like, you know, a couple of million copies in its first uh couple of days. Yeah, it's
1: all like Two hundred million on its uh, launch day in sales in the U.S.
2: No way, two hundred yeah. million. Yeah, on launch yeah, it, day, it
0: was all pre-ordered and everyone had it stocked up and ready to go. Two hundred million. Yes, oh. on.
2: Where are you getting this number from? That's a huge number. It,
1: it set a new record for the franchise on its opening on its launch day. It grossed over two hundred
2: million in the U.S. Two hundred million dollars. Yes. Okay, so that's not 200 million copies. No, 200 million copies. Oh, is that what
0: you were thinking? No, no, he was talking to money people.
2: Oh, uh, yeah, um... Hang on, I'm trying to get on the interwebs and...
0: Uh-oh, there's going to be silence here. He's. No, thinking.
2: no, no, I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> I'm going to go to...
0: Well, he's doing that. Okay, so it, it
2: earned $200 million in the first 24 hours. Yeah. Yep. Um,
0: Boy, that just paid those game designers. They were happy right up front.
2: So they're saying like 3 million and a third copies which is still an astronomically huge number what was it starcrafted 1.5 million copies uh of the game sold in the first 2 days so if this is up over 3 then that's just that's astronomical that is yep. insane all right well that that's cool all right so the
0: um so one last little tweak yeah with halo in the Reach when you're playing the campaign. If you want to make it challenging, turn on what's called Skulls. So what they did was they came back where, you know, if you're playing multiplayer, if one of you die and the other one runs back to safety, you can respawn the player. Well, if the Skulls, you can go in and turn these things on where you can turn that off. You can make it so they carry, the Covenant carry more grenades and are more grenade-happy. So you'll get little grunts that are suicidal. Make it so they dodge more, so they have more shields. A lot of different things you actually add on, um, Special kill effects to the creatures if you do headshots. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of things you can actually make the game even harder. And there is a points modifier that goes up because the difficulty goes up. But oh, some shoot. of these things are make it really hard to play.
2: So you can earn more points by playing harder modes? Oh, yes. All right. Well, that's cool. Okay, so I'd, the the neither one of you guys have bothered to write this up on the blog, have you?
0: I've actually been working on it. It's just it's really hard to... Oh. Articulate it out, slacker. So I've got it in a Word doc. I'm so what's
2: the what's the what's the final score that you're gonna give the Halo Reach? Do you know it?
0: I'd say an eight and a half out of ten.
2: Oh really? I, the way everybody talks, I was assuming they would go straight for like a nine, nine and a half.
0: Uh, you might tweak me towards a towards a nine.
2: Yeah. Okay. They they really
1: made it look a lot better. Um, one of the things I read is. Uh, they they really increased the texture resolution and polygon counts for the models for Halo Reach. Right. Um, one of the things I read was that uh, there were more uh, polygons in a Halo Reach assault rifle than an entire Marine character from the original Halo 3. Yep. Oh, yeah? Yeah.
2: <laughs> Wait, say that again so people catch that.
1: There were more polygons in a Halo Reach assault rifle than in the entire Marine character from the original Halo 3.
2: You know, that, that that's not the first time that I've heard people talk about that uh, type of, of advancement. Um, they were saying that there were um, more polygons in Kratos in God of War 3 than there was in the whole game God of War 1. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, they've really gone absolutely bonkers with these, um, you know, the new processors and the next-gen consoles. Uh, Metacritic is saying uh, 92. Okay, I'll go with that. So, it's a uh, um 92, which is an extremely uh, high score. Um, very good. It's Out of very... 100 people. It's out of 100. Okay. All right. Um well, that is cool. So, I'm going to talk about are you guys done? Yeah, we're done. Yep. I mean, cuz I don't I don't care if you're done. I'm going to go ahead and do, you know, what I'm going to do anyway. Um <laughs> Let's see. I'm going to punch this in and see what Metacritic has got. Um Shattered dimensions, Mansions. I can spell. So, there we go. So, I'm going to talk about Spider-Man Shattered Dimensions. I rented this um, right when it first came out. Um, and I, I've already written it up on the blog. I think I gave it about an 8.5. Um, I'm a lifelong Spider-Man fan, but oddly enough, I had not played any of the Spider-Man games previously. Web of Shadows was supposed to be the best one. I did play this one, uh, like I said, almost as soon as it came out. And the concept behind Shattered Dimensions is that Spider-Man is fighting um, Mr. Fishbowl, Mysterio, Fishbowl Head. And they're in a museum, and uh, I guess Mysterio's after something, and they're fighting. And there's this tablet called the Tablet of Chaos and Order or something like that. And Spider-Man breaks it unintentionally. I mean, he didn't know what it was, but he, he broke it. Sure, unintentional. Well, yeah, I mean, he punched it. I mean, how unintentional can you get, you know, a punch? But it's (laughs) tablet abuse. So what happened, the tablet scattered, but instead of scattering just around the room or around the world that he's in, it goes into the, you know, different dimensions and the past and the future. And Madam Web, which is this kind of a, a, a seer, a prescient character who can read the future um, comes to him and says hey you know this thing's broken it's a very powerful artifact and you've got to get it back Um, and it's uh, it also scattered across these dimensions and so the other spider-men have to get it back too Um, it feels really weird saying spider-men so what happens the the game opens up then you've got that opening scene and then it goes immediately into a tutorial the four spider-men that you can play are the amazing spider-man in the red and blue suit Spider-Man Noir, which in his reality is, it's like 1932, 1933. Um, he's a very, uh, uh, it's a stealth Spider-Man. He bites a lot of people with guns, so he sticks into the shadows. It's uh, very reminiscent of Batman Arkham Asylum. Uh, there's the uh, Spider-Man 2099. Now, this is what caught my eye, because when I was in college, when the, the, the 2099 stuff, the Marvel stuff, came out, I read it. Um, there was like, you know, Doom 2099, which was, you know, Victor Von Doom from the Fantastic Four. There was the Spider-Man 2099. Um, There were a few others um, and I read it and it wasn't the most fantastic stuff in the world but it was neat to see a new take on these characters and a new place and a slightly new storyline. And I really liked the Spider-Man 2099 so that really drew my attention. And then the last one is the Ultimate Spider-Man which I guess is a new thing that they've come up with and he's wearing the black suit, the symbiote. So, The game goes from that cutscene into this tutorial, and the tutorial is like, you know, hey, web-sling across all these obstacles, and then you pick up a piece of the tablet, and you're like, oh, that was easy. And then it flips to another Spider-Man, and it gives you different things to do based on each one of their capabilities. Um, And you're thinking like, well, hey, I got four pieces of the tablet. That was easy. And then the game starts. (laughs) Um, and, And it gets progressively harder. Depending on you know the, the, who you're playing and what the circumstances are and whatnot, and and it's just a really, um, a really neat take on the whole Spider-Man thing because you know normally you're one Spider-Man and you're you're web slinging through a city, and this takes you to all kinds of different places. And of course there's four different Spider-Men, so you're in all kinds of different um, environments doing different things. Uh, the Amazing Spider-Man is he's the most normal. Um, it's a very cartoony kind of looking world. Spider-Man Noir is very, uh, black and white, washed out. Uh, there's color in it, but when he gets into his stealth mode, um, when he's hidden, everything kind of washes out.
0: Um. Yeah, let's talk about that one, because I've seen that one, I've seen previews of the Noir. Right. and, And it is very Arcane and Silent, it's very dark.
2: Oh yeah, it's some, some parts of it, it just goes completely like black and white, like you're. Your character is outlined in white, and everything else is just kind of black around him. And each Spider-Man has a spider sense, and the noir Spider-Man spider man spider sense is again—it's still—it's very black and white, um, very gritty, very uh, film noir look to the whole thing.
0: And those who don't understand noir is black.
2: Yes, that's that's a f- that's foreign for black. Um.
0: <laughs> well, it's it's
2: based on. Those movies, uh, you know, like the Maltese Falcon and, and all of those movies from, you know, the 30s and the 40s that were the black and white, you know, the Humphrey Bogart, Lauren Bacall kind of thing, you know, where everybody's talking like this. See, like you you came and you stole my piece of the tablet, so now I'm going to rub you out. See, because you don't you don't have a get Spider-Man. And I do. I've got two of them and I'm I'm hammerhead. and I'm going to I'm going to fill you full of lead. And at that level, it's very like that. And people talk like that. It's awesome.
1: <laughs> I like I like that they actually got the uh, the voice actors for the different Spider Mans from people that have played them in the cartoons.
2: Well, that is that's funny um, that you should mention that because every Spider There's a different voicer for every Spider Man for the four different Spider Mans, but every one of them has done something with Spider Man in the past. Mm-hmm. Like every last one of them. Um, Neil Patrick Doogie Pat- Hauser, Doogie Howser, Neil Patrick Harris is one of the spy that who is he? Is he the amazing Spider Man?
1: Um he did uh Spider Man, the new animated series in two thousand three. He did like uh thirteen episodes as uh Spider Man.
2: And do we do we know who he is in this game? Was he was he um the amazing Spider Man? I, I believe so. I know that um it was a really old guy that did uh Miguel O'Hara, the Spider Man twenty ninety nine. But I mean he still sounds great to me. I mean I didn't I didn't hear his voice and go wow he's old but um, all of the voiceover work um, is really good. Some people have complained that Spider-Man is really corny and he says really corny things, but hasn't he always? I mean, that's just the way it was set up. I mean, during that, that time period. Well um, but I'm, I mean, but, when
1: Spider-Man originally started out.
2: Yeah, he's always said corny things. You know he'll web somebody up, maybe like stick around. You know, it's it's that's Spider Man. That's what he does. Like
1: he's a he's a science nerd.
2: He's a, I got special special powers. He's a smarty pants. So I mean, some people have complained about that, but it, you know, whatever. I, I I've loved Spider Man since I was a kid. Since I was like six, seven, eight years old, I've loved Spider Man. So there's no bias in here, y'all. And absolutely no bias whatsoever. This is completely objective based. Um, you know, run through a filter of Spider-Man love that is at least three decades old. <laughs> so, I I gave it the game an eight out of five, or um, I'm sorry, an eight point five wow. out of ten, an eight out of five. It was a great game. We've got a new scoring system on the blog. You'll never figure it out because we're not going to publish it. We're just going to put random numbers up. I mean, you could get like you know a two out of a half. Um, you could get like eleven out of um, uh, twelve teen. Um, we're just going to throw some random numbers up there and and let you figure it out. So, yeah, 8.5 out of 10, it was a good game. It's gotten slightly less than that on Metacritic. It's like 76 on Metacritic. And I don't don't know what people are whining about. It's good. It's a good game. It's a good, solid video game. I actually heard one critic say, it's too much like a video game. Duh! (laughs) Like... And what do you mean? It's too much like a. Vi- it didn't feel enough Spider-Man. It felt more like a video game. It's a Spider-Man video game, of course. It felt like a video game, you moron. What do you think it was supposed to feel like? An opera? Like, like <laughs> Mysterio? No, whatever. Like people that level criticism like that, like yeah, don't do that again. Don't do it again. <laughs> but so that was. I had fun with that. I really would like to to rent it again or buy it. Um, I think they did a good job. I didn't really see any problems with the game. Um, it, it plays well. Like, when you fall, instead of dying, you just, like, shoot webs up and you, you come back. Um, it, it's got an achievement system that is almost... and it's kind of handheld. I mean, as you play through the game, you're going to get most of the achievements, period. And you use those points from defeating enemies and getting achievements and different things like that to uh, unlock... Um, different costumes and, and abilities, um, health regen, longer uh, special abilities. They each have different special abilities, like the Spider-Man 2099 can... He's got the hypervision where everything else around him slows down. He's in, like, bullet time. So you can make things like that last longer. You can buy new combos. And you fight, you know, all of these great Spider-Man enemies. You know, you fight Kraven the Hunter. That's the very first level is the Amazing Spider-Man. You go and you fight him. You fight... Uh, the 2099 Hobgoblin, gosh, who else? You fight Hammerhead as the Spider-Man Noir. You, it's just like all these different enemies. Um, you fight like the Future Scorpion in the 2099 universe, and it, it, all these great heroes that they come back. You get to interact with them in a video game setting, and it's it's really, it's it's some of it's a little cheesy, some of it's a little you know, kind of Spider-Man kind of hokey or whatever because of his sense of humor and some of the interactions, but it's it's actually kind of fun. I mean, the combat is fast-paced. It's good. You know, there's different environments. You do different things. It keeps you flipping from one Spider-Man to another. It, it, it keeps you entertained, and it keeps you going, you know? And, uh, you know, sometimes a whole level can last like an hour, you know, and there's at least, you know, 12 of those. Some of the boss fights you got to kind of figure out a little bit. Spider-Man is zipping around doing his Spider-Man combat thing, you know, he can web enemies and pull them to him or he can go to them and, you know, he, he jumps up off of people and, you know, he fling people around and grab people and all kinds of stuff. But one crazy part of the game is during some of the boss fights, it goes to a, um, like a boxing kind of, uh, a
1: first person's perspective.
2: Right. And you use the little toggley things to, to throw punches and stuff, but it's, you know, I, I play through all my games on easy. Um, so it, I didn't care, it was, it was easy, it was different, it was a little, well, it was very different, it's not kind of what you expect, but um, it didn't really take away from the experience very much, I mean, it was just something kind of new and, and different in a little superhero game. So, I, I liked it, and I, I want to get it and finish it at some point. I thought it was a really good Spider-Man game.
0: Alright. So, so, everyone, it's a good Spider-Man game.
2: Yeah, so, take, suck it! good spider-man game. pretty
0: good i would give it a, a
2: three-fourths out of pie well that's 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 a high rating right there that's a that's that's very good um all right that's uh three-fourths out of pie <laughs> what the <laughs> heck are we talking about all right what do we got? That's so, upcoming what's upcoming so we've got a few things that are upcoming uh this is the holiday season. It started uh, last month in September with a bazillion releases, and they're just continuing. One of the big ones from last month that I'm really looking forward to is uh, that I haven't gotten yet is Civilization Five. Um, I'm a long. I've played every Civ since. Literally, I have played every Civilization game since they came out.
0: Um, and that was in 1903.
2: That was yes. Yeah, the first one came out in 1903. I played the first one in college. Uh, my roommate, one of my roommates, he had uh, the Civ thing, and we used to sit up all night long. We'd order pizza and just drink soda after soda, and we'd play Civ, Civ 1, uh, with the tiles. I played Civ on the PlayStation uh, 1. I've got Civ Revolutions on the PlayStation 3. I played Civ 1, 2, uh, 3, 4. I played the Activision uh, Civ. I played um, Alpha Centauri, um, and I, I really like these games. And Civ Five came out on the 21st of September. It's already got um, a really high score on Metacritic. Like the community's responded really well to it. Some people don't. There's been some changes to it. Um, instead of stacking armies, now it's just I guess it's one unit per square. Well, they don't have squares anymore. They have hexes, so it's one unit per hex. So that's kind of changed the combat. I'd like to see how that goes, and uh, I'm dying to get my hands on this game, and hopefully, when do I get paid? I get paid tomorrow. So, yeah, somebody's eating ramen noodles for a week. I'm going to get me some sieve. (laughs) Anyway. Oh, that's bad. (laughs) It's been a rough month, dude. I just replaced my wife's alternator in her car twice, so it's been a rough month, but I'm going to get me some sieve. At some point.
0: What um Brandon, you wanted to talk about? Well we got for those of you who are friends or are familiar with Fable, we have Fable Three coming out here end of October on the twenty sixth. That we when did they release the second one? Oh a year and a half ago. Wow. Okay, that's
2: I like I like Fable One. I didn't get to play Fable Two. I don't have a Xbox three sixty. What's
0: um so what's three? It's three. I mean it's the same basic concept, they've Upgraded the storyline, they've... Animations are better, graphics are better, everything's better in that in that case. But it's still the same concept of, you play the character, good or bad. Be who you want to be. Slaughter who you want to be. <laughs> so, I mean, the same basic concept, nothing's really changed with that. Well, aren't you playing the kid of your guy in 2? Correct. It is, the, it is the spawn of the kid, but it's actually... What's happened is that you are now... In this one, the guy from two became the king. Okay. He had two kids. One he gave his kingdom to; the other he can be an adventurer, have a life full of adventure. Okay. Put it like that. While the one he gave his power to wants to dominate and control everyone, and that starts the storyline and brings you into it. So you
2: don't you don't play the king. You play the other one.
0: Correct. You play his kids, because the king died. And, divided, and gave us power to the oldest son, and Jack crapped to the youngest.
2: Well, you play the youngest, right? Correct. Okay, alright. So you have to decide if you're going to be good or bad, and then what you're going to do with your, your sibling.
0: Correct, and so that's how the story's going to go. I've only seen parts of it. They have made a lot uh, a lot more to the actual stages.
2: I heard, um, oh, Bridgestone? Is that the town that's right outside the Adventurers Guild? Yes, that, that that really looks like that they've kind of moved forward in time they're kind of like steampunk now whereas yes. before they were straight medieval fantasy and the city as actually it's changed it's different
0: yeah it is steampunk era mm-hmm. so that's pretty neat to see especially those of you who like steampunk um beyond that a couple of things they've done is that from fable 2 they gave you your faithful companion your dog oh yeah the, okay you now start out three, with your dog. Oh, nice! Everyone likes their dog.
2: I guess that was a big hit. That, that feature was a big hit in the second one, huh?
0: Oh yeah, and especially since as as you go up in um, good or evil, your dog changes. Mm. So the dog gets
2: <laughs> the dog gets a halo too. Yep. Or little horns. White, gets
0: a halo, or he becomes all black with red eyes and horns, and so it's it's still one it's still a. Just a one-person exploration game. Go around, go slaughter everything. So not much of a difference there. It's just fun, you know. You control the storyline. You control the events. Well, that's you know. Uh,
2: some people have criticized Peter Molyneux, um, who's the he's like the design, the lead design developer behind this, um, uh, of promising a lot and not delivering. But I, I know with Fable One, I I played Fable One several different times, um, all the way through, and loved it to death and uh didn't get a chance to play the second one may may not get a chance to play the third one but um i'm i'm really interested in both fable 2 and 3
0: now one of the things they did do they brought back john cleese oh yeah he narrated the
2: first one right and the second one ah i like john cleese he's funny so he's he's the he plays the butler right
0: yeah he know, he was playing the butler he's um also the narrator of the story
2: Alright, well that is cool. And, but when is that
0: coming out now? October 26th is the uh, release date. Alright, well that is cool. So, look forward to it. I hope to see something good come from it.
2: Alright, and, and before we started recording, we were talking about another one that I kind of have my eye on. That is going to be released on November 1st. And that game is called Dungeon Defenders. Oh Yes. So y- you can find out more about this game, Dungeon Defenders, at DungeonDefenders.com. And the thing that caught my eye, I like really cartoony games. I want to, uh when I see a cartoony game, I just, I want to play it. Because video games are a release. Uh, you know, a lot of people, when well, they want to talk about, you know, how realistic a game is. Like, you know what, if I want realism, I can go to work. Like, I don't, if I want, you know... I want my cartoons. I want my video games to look like cartoons. I don't want it to look like reality. I don't... I don't it doesn't have to have precise real-world physics. Um, it, it just close enough so that I can figure out what's going on. And this game, a very cartoony look. And it is a hybrid tower defense. You know, where you go in and you have some gold. And you set up your defenses and you're protecting something. But it looks like it takes place mostly inside... And after you set your defenses up, you take control of a hero, and you get out there and you fight during the wave. So I've never seen anything like that. So I'm kind of curious as to how this whole thing plays out.
0: Um, Brandon, you took a look at it. What did you think? Oh, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm really interested to see it too. I mean, I'm a big tower defense person. I actually like tower defense games. Oh, you last yeah a couple weeks ago when we were playing Dungeons and Dragons, you were playing tower defense like.
2: Right there, like when it wasn't your turn, you were playing that little tower defense game.
0: Oh yeah, same one over and over. Now this looks pretty interesting, man. It's you, like you said, you set up your defenses, but then it becomes more like uh, what was the other one that we were playing? League of Legends. League of Legends. You can take over that point, but you get in real close. You can take over the fighting of your character. You can go buy, go to the merchant. You can buy upgrades for your character, like in League of Legends. So it's it's a real nice mixture. A tower defense and a League look- of Legends game.
2: I'm looking at the heroes here. They have a, an apprentice, who guesses your little magic user. They have a huntress, which looks like a, a female elf, and she's kind of a, a ranged uh, a character. There's a monk, a little ball headed guy, and then there's a squire, and uh, I guess he's your kind of your knight character. And so, and, and there's only four of these dudes, but you can customize them a little bit um so that they don't necessarily all look the same or behave the same and uh, just the idea of like okay set up your defenses like in your tower defense game and then instead of sitting back and watching it and and worrying you're in it you're in the fight like get in there and go like <laughs> so I, i'm and this game is i hear uh it's like 10 bucks so i don't like you know it's coming out for pc it's uh, I think they're planning on porting it over to consoles, and it's like ten bucks. And if you pre-order it now, it's like a couple of dollars less than that. So I'm kind of interested to see where this one goes.
0: Yeah, and you can get it on impulse, or you can get it on Steam, whichever you prefer.
2: You can get it all over the place, man. Like they're, they are not pulling any punches. You want it, you, you, several different ways to get it. <laughs> so, all right. Well, is there anything else that we're looking forward to? We talked about. Fable. We talked about Civ Five. We have talked about Dungeon Defenders. Is there anything else, um, Matt? Is there anything coming out that 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 you want to get that's caught your eye? Um, I, I completely
1: passed on uh, uh, Final Fantasy, I believe, after uh, the reviews I read during the uh, the beta. Um, I think I'm I'm pretty much going to pass on that one. I'm really waiting for uh, the new Star Wars MMO to come out.
2: Well, well, so are we. It's <laughs> yeah, we're all waiting for that one. Final Fantasy, Fantasy. I'm gonna look this one up. Final Fantasy. What was it? 14. Yeah. How the hell you write 14? XIV. Yeah. Okay, so for some reason we seem to be using Metacritic a lot um, <laughs> today. They don't. They don't have a. Um, they don't have a, a critics review. They've got a, a player's review of five i see a ten a six and a four um and somebody saying huge disappointment
1: yeah so as, uh, several people i've talked to that have played the beta it's just uh they they, they really don't like it. it's not really so much as a, a, an open world as uh basically it, it the combat is turn-based instead of free like everybody you know hitting their own menus that they, they've made it turn-based right and in and, an imminent and, and, in the MMO which is kind of retarded from my point of view.
2: Well now IGN has got it at like a 8.9. Yeah. So and uh let's see it's got a a press score, I guess that's the critics of 8.3 and a reader score of 8.6. Oh wait, no, this is 13. Ha ha ha. Psych. Um okay, so that's 13, so that didn't come up. Where's 14? Jerks. All right, well so you haven't had a chance to play it then.
1: No. This is just from what I've heard from people that have played the beta. They they were very disappointed that that have played uh, 11 extensively. Right. And they they're just disappointed by. it. And it's well, basically just 11 all over again. It's, it's Final Fantasy 11
0: 2.0. Yay, and it sucks even more.
2: Oh, I'm seeing I'm showing a, somewhere a 7. On game trailers, but that might be a seven for the trailer. All right, so we don't. It it, it just released fully to the public on the thirtieth of September, right? Yes. Yeah. So all right, we haven't. We're gonna have to give that a week or so, a week or two weeks, see how that one shakes out. I know you were kind of looking forward to it, Brandon. Didn't
0: you order it? No, I decided not to because Matt and I were talking. And we were starting to hear some bad reviews from it. Oh, you pulled out. I pulled out because yeah, I'm not gonna. Seventy bucks for doo doo. Yeah, no, uh-huh. not gonna happen. All
2: right, well then we're gonna have to keep our eye on that one because I'm sure people are gonna want to know that uh, if it's doo doo, they're gonna want to know. All right, well the last order of business, of course, is MMO news. Um, everybody's still bored with WoW. Let's go home. No, <laughs> there was something else happened in September in the MMO world that kind of shocked. Well, we knew it was coming, but it was still, it was a big bomb.
0: What was it? It uh... They pushed off uh, Cataclysm another month. Oh, did they? Oh, yeah, September 7th. Oh, so when's it supposed to release now? Uh, No, it was supposed to be like in November, now it's December 7th.
2: Oh, December 7th, okay. Uh Uh-huh. They better do something, because people are tired.
1: And, of course, uh, Lord of the Rings online going free.
2: There's our big bombshell. Lord of the Rings Online is now free to play. Kinda.
1: Otherwise so. known as the Day a Million Legolas Clones was born.
2: <laughs> oh, I thought it was bad with the night elf hunters and WoW when they were like Legolas with two S's or Legolas with two A's or Legolas or Oh my god. Legolas one four three two five. Yeah. <laughs> but now they've got the chance to bring it home and be a Legolas clone in Middle Earth. So I downloaded this and played a little bit. The wife, of course, joined me. We rolled up uh, a couple of elves. So we played through like the Rivendell starting area and the Dwarven, the little Dwarven starting area. The Dwarves and the Elves share one. Um, Matt, what did you roll up?
1: Um I actually made two characters that I started playing since you start with uh two slots that you can use th- for the free version. Right. Um I I you made a two
2: slots, that's it. Yeah. Get two slots unless you buy more with real money. I think it might it might be
1: per server. I haven't checked that yet. Mm-hmm. It might be two slots per server, but um anyway, I made a uh, Hobbit, Hobbit burglar and a uh Elven hunter. Which uh started me off in different areas. Obviously, I started off uh my Hobbit burglar uh near in Hobbiton. And the uh I I believe you might start in different starting points depending on uh which race you can play. Um, because you can obviously obviously uh pick the uh the different subsets of the different races from the
2: uh Oh yeah, that's uh, right. That's right.
1: From like the Hobbits, you can pick the uh and what is the the, the stouts or the burthens or, or the proud foots, proud feetses.
2: Uh, because uh, uh, yeah, with the elves, um, the let's Trish and I are from um, our Off characters are from. No, we're from Linden, the Gray Havens. Yeah. yeah. Well, because when we play when we play D and D, we play in Middle Earth, and so she had a, an elf from the Gray Havens. That's her character, and when we played D and D, and so she she just went straight for that, and so she picked Linden. Which is the Grey Havens, so she's playing almost the same character in Lord of the Rings as she does in Dungeons and Dragons. A little different, but um Brandon, did you get
0: a chance to play? I have not played. Did you download it? So I do have it downloaded. I just haven't had a chance to get it to get a guy built up yet.
2: Okay. Alright. So you haven't even logged in for the first time or anything? I have not. Okay. Alright. Well, we've got a couple of other friends and associates that are playing as well. I think we're all on the, um, the Firefoot server. Um, if you want to know more, send us an email to the, uh, H two MMO. Dot blog at gmail.com. And, and we'll, we'll fill you in on some of the dirty little details. And maybe you can come play with us. We haven't been playing a whole lot. I think, uh, the wife and I, we have our tunes are like level 11 and we're somewhere in, uh, Arid Luin, I believe. With the uh, in the Elven lands, kind of between um, the Shire and the Grey Havens, I think that's where that's at. Uh, Where's where where are your dudes, Matthew? Uh,
1: my Hobbit is in um, Underhill, I think, or or Hobbiton, and uh, my elf is in the same area as your guys.
2: Okay, all right, and then I know we've got um, some other friends that uh, one of them's got a human, and they're somewhere. Um, In a near a town called Archit or something like that. So, what do you think? Like, they went free. The model for this now, of course, is that you can go buy these turbine points to unlock things. One of the things that that really struck me when I first started playing the game is two character slots. When you start playing WoW, you buy the game, the game's like 60 bucks, 65 bucks, whatever. You buy the game, um, you load in, and you get 10 character slots open. You know that first month is free. That first, the, the first month, I cannot talk. The first month's subscription is included in the price of the game. You get ten character slots per server. Um, you can have up to fifty characters or something for a WoW. while. They've nerfed that um, in Latro. You can have like two per server. <laughs>
1: Well that's for the free. Obviously if you get a subs- subscription you can have more.
2: Well part of part of their model is that if, when you if you have a subscription because they were a pay to play MMO um and what they do now is just if you subscribe they just give you a certain amount of points every month and that allows you to buy things. Uh, so you get two character slots. I noticed that like per server. Um I noticed that um two of my bags um they weren't grayed out and unavailable. They had the little coin for the turbine points on them. Yeah. So you don't get all of your bags unless you go buy them. And I've heard, oh, there's a cheesy quest, man, like in every starting zone where some NPC gives you like five or ten turbine points and you have to go to the store and buy this item. So they've actually taught you how to use the store from the newbie area. Yeah. I thought that was like, oh, my God, let's pander. Let's, let's you know, oh, come on, man. Can you spare a dime? Can you
0: spare a turbine point? <laughs> Yeah, that's actually common practice in these types of games, well, where, you, where you sell your content individually like this. And I've heard, because we have
2: in our WoW guild, we have a, a guy that plays, has played Latro for a long time. Um, and I've heard that he said, save up your points, don't buy anything. Save up your points, because when you get to level 20, you can't get any more quests unless you spend your turbine points to open a, an area up. So he said, do every quest in the game. Do every achievement in the game, uh, in all the different areas that you have access to. Save up your points, and then use your points to unlock a level-appropriate area after you get to level twenty. So, he says you don't you don't have to spend money to play the game. It helps, but you do have to do all these achievements and different things to get the points to unlock the stuff if you want to continue to play for free. Yep. So, I, well, what's your general impression of it, Matt? I mean, you you played WoW for a long time. You played Final Fantasy XI for a long time. What, what's your impression of of Lattro? Um, it, it it's fairly.
1: It's not it's not well. <laughs> I mean, the the graphics are all right, but I mean, I still prefer WoW to that. Um, I I think WoW feels a little bit more open to me than
2: Lord of the Rings Online. And um, it, well, I, our um computers were having a little bit of problems. I got we downloaded the high res version. Yeah, and uh. They were having a little bit of. Comp- I don't know if it was the, our our lines. I mean, the graphics rendered, but they were just kind of jumpy. Not down the the low res version.
1: Um, it, it played fine for me on my computer. My computer's not quite as good as yours, but uh. I mean, it, it 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 still looked fairly nice, but it, it's not the style that I prefer when playing an MMO. All right. Well, but, WoW uh, WoW very cartoony,
2: and Final but, uh, Fantasy was. Great it's very fans. it's
1: very easy to start up a character i mean I got the level ten on each of my characters within a couple of hours yeah um you know it's very easy to start off they they give you a bunch of presents which you have to be careful as you level up if you keep opening those presents so you'll use up all your bag space
2: yeah I remember that and
1: just like open it there's another present and some stuff open that one there's another present some stuff I'm like Jesus Christ
2: yeah they give you a horse they give you a whistle for a horse but um. Only use the horse whistle at level five. Um. If you're planning on playing for the next 24 hours. Yeah. Because uh, 24 hours of real time, it disappears. Um, <laughs> we tried to go looking for the horse guy and promptly got into Land and got killed. Um. <laughs> it's, it's not wow, and I get the impression that, if if this is the way that MMOs are going in the future, if this is the way that they're all going in the future, like, I won't be playing MMOs. Yeah. Because it is, ve- to me, it seems very nickel and dime. I don't like it. I don't like a game that constantly asks me for money. Um, And, and, and it's not the 80s, you know, insert quarter. It's not that. It, it's, like, everywhere.
1: Yep. Well, I, I figured if they had a good game to start with, they wouldn't have had it gone to free-to-play. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. Know, I mean, look 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 at Blizzard and WoW. They got like what, like fifteen million subscribers or some? Well, nowhere like that.
2: nowhere near that now. I think everybody's kind of got them at like ten or eleven million. Like, I mean, but still, I mean, that's paid subscribers, right? That's know. a lot of money every month. That's a lot. That's that's it's cause the lowest subscription game. lowest subscription rate is like twelve ninety nine. That's if you buy it like six months out, and so twelve ninety nine times ten million. That's a whopping lot of money, yes. Every month, you know, and yeah, I kind of I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I really do. Um, if they'd have had, and it's a shame because everybody loves Middle Earth, and Peter Jackson did such a great job, but I don't get the feel from the game that I do from watching the movies. Yeah, you know, I I don't get that that feeling at all. And it, it, you're right. It's 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 not wow. It's not that good. So. Yeah. Brandon, you got any MMO news for us? Nope, that's... I
0: was wanting to hear about uh, Latra.
2: Well, it, for free, if you're going to just sit around and dink around and play, it's okay. It's okay, especially if you can jump on the Skype and you've got some friends or whatever, and um, if you start in the same area, then that's okay. Otherwise, I guess we're all going to have to wait until like, we're level 20 to... To hook not up. really,
1: because I I looked at my map and it, you know, uh, Breeland and Hobbiton is like right down the road from where the area I'm at
2: now. On my elf. Well, we can get to, to, to like Breeland and Hobbiton, but I'm saying like we're not level appropriate for Breeland. Like, man, if you get off the road, like you're getting wanged. Like.
0: <laughs> yeah. See, that's why I like perfect. I like what Perfect World did when they because they're uh, free to play. Right. They they do sell content, but they don't sell. You know they don't sell your like, so, oh you gotta buy this map area right they they don 't do that I mean they sell other things in the game that you can get or you can just play through the game and get later on right so it's it's much better how they did perfect world instead of this all right well
2: i we'll we'll have to see how it shakes out because um everybody like dungeons and dragons online d d o uh I guess that's kind of dying it 's kind of going nowhere right yeah. And I guess Middle-earth is headed in that direction. And uh, people are getting tired a while just because they've ridden all the rides and they need some new rides and there's no new rides. And, you know, when people get bored, they've got very short attention spans. I think Lotro's just putting out that last gasp of breath before they drown. That's a possibility. That's a distinct possibility. Well, we've got some good stuff coming up. We've got the Star Wars that you mentioned earlier. Star Wars The Old Republic. We're all dying to play that. Now that I've seen Latro and I'm bored with WoW, when is that DC Universe thing coming out? Because I saw a video on that a while back, and that looked fantastic. So I I might be tempted to play that. So I'll be a superhero. All right, well, I, I think that's it. Does anybody else have anything else that they want to add before we cut this off?
0: Nope, that's it for this, venture.
2: All right, well, then... Um.
0: um.
1: Uh, Speaking of that, uh, DC Universe Online is uh, is early scheduled to release, in uh, early 2001 is all they got right now.
2: Early 2001. I mean, uh, 2011, I'm sorry. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) I was about to say, man, I gotta pick me up a copy, it's been out for a while. (laughs) I wonder if anybody's still playing. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, thanks, Matt, for getting that date for us. So early 2011, which is coming up, it's right around the corner, people. So, all right, well then, we want to thank everybody for listening to us rant and rave and uh, giggle about video games. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, please feel free to contact us at h2mmo.blog at gmail.com, or feel free to leave a comment on any of our blog posts. We're always happy to hear from uh, readers and listeners, um, and we'll get back to you uh, just as quick as we can. Uh, We want to thank... The Blind Monkeys, for supplying the music that you hear at the beginning and the end of this podcast. You can find out more about them at www.blindmonkeys.com. Monkeys is spelled M-O-N-K-E-E-Z. Um, and if you're in the St. Petersburg area, check out their website to see where they're playing next. Um, they're always happy to see people uh, that listen to the H2MMO podcast. And that's it. That's it, guys. We're done. I'm done. I want to go eat dinner. Goodbye, everybody. All right. Goodbye. Bye.
0: Walking down on Friday night
2: All the ladies look so right Me and the boys look for fine Tills dressed warm and caught my side It's hot late not I'm feeling weak I need a
0: Just chill, look for sale. But play my car, Tastes is high.
2: She likes game, give it a try. it's hot late Not feeling weak. And I got that one with me in street We're out of I'm feeling strong. And that journey mine didn't take long.
1: We're talking dirty. All whispering on air. Talking dirty,
0: the words she likes to hear.
1: Okay